What's up, Highline Nation? Coming at you. Episode number 48. Jimmy Jack Johnson, old seven-time. Alex Bowman. Did Junior Johnson drive the 48? I said Jimmy Jack Johnson, but okay. No, I'm saying did Junior Johnson drive the 48? I don't think so. Oh, anyway, I thought he might have did. There's somebody else that drove the 48, but Jimmy Johnson the one I can remember. Yeah, he's been in it ever since I've been alive, other than... Uh, well, not since I've been alive, but anyway, uh, Jimmy Johnson, number 48, episode number 48, coming at you. The Highline got a good episode for you today. Uh, going to be talking about the uh, most average NASCAR race you've ever seen at Las Vegas. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, Awesome Chase from Aspen, Colorado. Uh, I mean, uh, he's not from there, but he had a experience at, over there over the last week. And we're also going to be talking about the Gen 7 car um, and its role on mile and a half uh, racing going forward. Yeah, and we got the attaboy from Vegas, the you can't do that uh, from Vegas. And then we got Phoenix this week. Yay. And, hey, new package, though. Yeah. Well, new package. I wish I had a new package. <laughs> well, don't we all? Uh, we'll go and preview that race and give you our predictions. Let's get it. Let's go. Davis, Riley Embry. Take We don't need no education. Please refrain. <laughs> you can't do that. Let's fucking go. It won't be like this for long. One day we'll look back at the that balls. We chase Elliot broke his leg. <laughs> we'll be laughing. Uh huh. I'm laughing. These six weeks are gonna fly by. I don't think they are. So just chase. Just hold on. <laughs> it, won't it won't be like this for long. long. Welcome back to the hollow. That was good. That's good pick. And we and we use that song. You know, as in in little segments before. Yes. Now we bring out the whole song. Yes. Uh, Chase Elliott. Uh, My leg! Pray, <laughs> get better, buddy. Uh, it was hard. It was hard watching the race without you this weekend. So uh, get better. I was hard watching the race uh, without you. I bet you were. <laughs> I lined up so 48. Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> former him, for, former teammate former for Chase. Hemi. Former Hemi. <laughs> former teammate to Chase Elliott. Uh uh, yeah, Trent Davis, Riley Embry, back at you again. With, yes, we uh, are. Another episode of the Highline. We are. How you doing, bud? Oh, living the dream. You know, I haven't had a day off in uh, a week. Uh, got uh, just some bullshit going on. You know, yeah. sent me to some training Monday and Tuesday. We're supposed to have days off, but I had to go watch a dude talk about himself for eight hours. So, uh, on both days. But uh, other than that, yeah, it's been been fun been eye racing a lot mm. that's what i've been doing i got gotcha. you yeah yeah well finished sixth and 100 lapper at phoenix the other <laughs> night you've been good if you'd have won qualified third 
Ran second all hey, day. It ain't about where he starts, where he finishes. Well, I see. I qualified third, and I ran second. The guy, in, the guy in first was just William Byron. Couldn't touch him. Mm. Um, and he was like saving tires, and I still couldn't touch him. Yeah. Um, and I ran second the whole race, so I was like, you know what? Caution came out with like twenty to go. I said, I'm gonna make an adjustment. I'm gonna fucking catch this guy. Yeah, I went the wrong way. Got tight. <laughs> Got tight. Finished sixth. Um. Who's the crew chief? Me. <laughs> you. Well, see, I was driving. But you like uh, McQueen. You do it all. Well, see, that's the problem with iRacing when you ain't got somebody, you know, doing that shit for you. It's like you're driving, you're trying not to run into people, and you're on the keyboard trying to make the adjustment. Yeah. And I just, I guess I clicked the wrong thing. I, I mm. tried to tried to add some uh, uh, right rear spring, and I think I added left rear spring, and I just got tight. So Damn shame. Um, it happens. Uh, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Finish six. But uh, it's a good race. Zero incident points. Hey, there you go. Yeah, I was in the top. Was it in the cup car? Ah, uh, the Xfinity car. Ah, Xfinity car. Yeah, it's a lot funner. Yeah, I got funner. That's a word. And my uh, my weekend was I worked the weekend and then uh, had Monday off and went back to work Tuesday night. We were planning on doing the podcast Monday night. Tuesday, how we do the podcast on this type of way our work schedules work out this type of uh, week, but you had to work and. I had my sister's birthday dinner to go to, so didn't get it done. So I got to go to work in a couple hours. So uh, we're going to try to push this thing along here today, but uh, go ahead and get out the way. Chase, uh, you're my guy. Uh, you just, the damn Colorado's got to take everything from me, don't they? Hey, it's the a Broncos got to take away my Panthers championship, and now. <laughs> yeah, and now, hey, at least my Red Sox, well, not, not really my Red Sox anymore, beat your Rockies. Oh, yeah, back in 20 2007 when we were 10. Hey, you got to take it what you can get. You got to take what you can get. But, uh, no, nah, it sucks for Chase, man. It was uh, it was weird watching the race this weekend without him. Uh, knowing he was not in the car, it, uh, it sucked. Uh, it's kind of like if Brad or Chris got hurt. Well, you know, Chris missed that race last year. When Zane Smith was in the car, yeah, but it was just a one race, and you knew you knew Chris would be back. Like, like Chase ain't gonna be back for at least five more races. Well, I got. I guess we are just gonna talk about Chase Elliott first here. Uh, well, we don't have to. I'm no, just, we're good. We're, we're already talking about it. It's fine. I I will say this. Um, it doesn't matter that he's gonna be out. Yeah, NASCAR is gonna give him a waiver, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. He's gonna win a race when he comes back, and he'll be in the playoffs because he'll be in the fucking top forty in points. Yeah. 35, whatever it is. Well, let's go ahead and talk about what happened. He was snowboarding off a mountain. <laughs> Ran out of talent. <laughs> he blew he blew a motor. <laughs> I don't know if he blew a motor, but uh his legs might have blown a motor. Uh he I guess he we still don't know the the how it happened, but shit hit the fan and he broke his left tibia. Yes. Yeah. In his leg and had three hour surgery and of course he was out this weekend for the race and at Vegas he's going to be out for at least he needs some milk he needs a lot of milk he needs some bush light and some Michelob help him get through this uh, recovery process but uh, it's kind of we can go we can go with this several different ways first off we'll we'll get this out of the way do you do you you have any problem with him snowboarding during the season during the week no and anybody that does is an idiot Um, and I'll say it to their face I let me, let me reiter, let me change how I say that. You're an idiot. Um, <laughs> You're a real idiot if you. Th- should he have been snowboarding the day before practice in a cup race? No. 
Should anybody be able to dictate whether or not Chase Elliott goes snowboarding in his off time? Also, no. I think Chase Elliott should not have made that decision uh, to go snowboarding the day before a cup practice. But it doesn't matter. Denny Hamlin tore his ACL a couple years ago playing basketball. Um, I'm pretty sure somebody broke their foot. Carl Edwards broke his foot. Walking. Just literally walking around. (laughs) Uh, Tony Stewart broke his leg on an AT- ATV. Yeah. Killed a guy in a sprint car. Uh, I mean, well, that doesn't matter. But um, <laughs> people can get hurt yeah. doing all sorts of shit. You know, um, you could well, fucking who's the, who's the motherfucker in the Xfinity series got hurt in the gym. He's working out, and got hurt, drives the for a colleague. Hamrick. Hamrick hurt his it? knee in the gym. Oh, I didn't know that. He's still racing, but he's walking around on crutches in a garage. Dude, this sucks. <laughs> Sorry, it's terrible. It doesn't look like it'd be very good, but um, I figured it would. Glacier freeze, best Gatorade. People get hurt, man. You know, it is what it is. It sucks for Chase, but especially since, which we'll talk about this too. But especially since NASCAR is going to give him a waiver, who fucking cares? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? If he wants to go do it, let him go well, do it. It, it, it. The only thing that matters is his fans. It's his money and that he's yeah, losing. Yeah. And and sponsors, Snap, I'm sure, does not appreciate uh this. Um I'll let you finish. Yeah, Napa may not care, but it's Chase's sponsor. He, he might care. I'm pretty sure they do care. They uh, want him in that I car. Mean, Napa I'm just Napa might care. Here. What I'm saying is is if Chase weighs the pros and cons of his decisions and he says I want to go snowboarding and he gets hurt and he loses a sponsor. It's on him. That's on him. You can't, I don't think Rick Hendrick or any other owner in a garage area, because let's not, let's not make any bones about it here. Napa is Chase Elliott's sponsor. Napa is on that car because Chase Elliott is driving that car. If Chase Elliott went to Roush, Napa would come with him. Chase Elliott started his own team. Napa would come with him. So we, we think. Oh no, they would. I mean, They've been yeah, with him since he was driving a fucking late model stock and fucking know, Greenville picking speedway. I know, I know. That that's what would happen. Rick Hendrick is not a Napa or sponsor. Napa is not a Rick Hendrick that's, uh, sponsor. That's, that's very true. So if Napa has a problem with it, then uh, they don't have to sponsor Chase Elliott anymore. But they're going to. This I'm isn't going to change Chase Elliott's sponsorship with them. They're probably pissed off about it, but they're not pissed enough to drop him. Yeah, I don't think that. Uh, And if they do, guess what? That's a Chase Elliott problem because Rick Hendrick could fire him, put somebody else in the car if he wanted to. He's not going to because he's the most popular driver in the the Cup Series. But think RFK pick him up? (laughs) uh, He's a Chevy guy. Um, (laughs) Yeah, he is. But, uh, you know, it's I I don't understand why people... uh, Jordan... What's his name? Bianchi. Yeah, Jordan Bianchi was like, oh, it's bullshit. He shouldn't have been out there. He should have been wrapped up in bubble wrap. Yeah, All like, my drivers wrapped no, up in bubble wrap. He's a fucking grown-ass man. He lives in America. He make his own decisions. Uh, I think it was the wrong decision, but he should have the freedom to make that decision, and it's going to be his problem that he's got to sort out now. Yes, other people are relying on him. Rick Hendrick's relying on him to be in that car, to bring in that sponsorship money, to finish at the front of the field, to bring in the winnings. but. If Chase Elliott, being his own person, wants to go out and do some shit, it's ultimately his decision, and it's him that's going to have to deal with the consequences. Rick Hendrick is not going to lose a race team because Chase Elliott's not in the car. 
He'd been doing it too long. They can fucking, they'd put me in that car and make money. That's just how good Rick Hendrick is at, you know, getting shit done. Chase Elliott doesn't make Rick Hendrick. And I don't think Rick Hendrick should be able to dictate whether or not Chase Elliott goes out and fucking snowboards or not. So anybody that thinks so is uh, anti-American. <laughs> yeah, you could throw it all out there. Communists. Them commies. Fucking commies. You commies. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, you gotta, yeah, let these drivers live their lives, man. Now, should, I guess, like, I, like you said, should Chase have been snowboarding the day before practice of a race weekend? Probably not. But he's an experienced snowboarder. Like, he's done this for years, from what I've been told. Like, shit happens. I mean, you can't control everything that goes on at every single point of your life, no matter what you're doing. Um, and, you know, I don't like the example of, you know, you can walk down the the, the uh, road and hurt yourself or whatever. I mean, you can, but there's different, there's different, there's differences in that. But at the same time, like Denny Hamlin, he plays basketball a lot. He's hurt himself a lot. You hear his podcast. He's, you know, shattered both of his knees, one of his shoulders, and his other shoulder needs to be uh, worked on uh, from what uh, he said in his podcast. So uh, then you got people that work out a lot. And you have workout injuries all the time, and these drivers are supposed to do that type of stuff. You can, now you probably won't break your leg working out, but you can have a hernia. You can rip your bicep and rip your b- bicep or your legs or rip some type of muscles and you'd be out for a couple weeks anyway. <laughs> rip your bicep or rip your bicep. Did I say bicep twice? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just woke up like an hour ago. I apologize. Oh, Lord, I apologize for the same saying seventh pygmies. Amen. Uh, you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying though. Um, Really concerned about Chase's bicep. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's got to work on him, man. He's not up to, he ain't up to my level here. Uh, neither, he ain't up to, he ain't up to that one. That's sad. That's, that's, that's jello. Uh, did you work out today? I did. He tries and chest, though. Good job. What are we going to be doing Friday, real quick? Legs. No. Yes. Why can't we do it Sunday? Because mm, I want to do it Friday. Yay. Anyways, Chase anyway, Elliott. Chase Elliott. Also gay. But, uh, uh, no, he's not. I've um, never seen him with a girl. Uh, yes, I have. Anyways, <laughs> anyway, my leg. Yeah, sure. Yes, his leg. I, I, I don't, I don't want these drivers controlled. I want them to be able to have fun and do stuff off around the track or off the track that they want to do. Like Chase, Chase is a pilot. He's a licensed pilot. He flies himself. He flies to himself to races. I don't know about all the time, but he has done that before. Fucking well, all it takes is a one part to go wrong. And Chase Elliott's going down. How, how many NASCAR Sugar drivers? Sugar we're going down swinging. How many NASCAR drivers slash team members have died in aircraft incidents? At least two. Several. The Hendrick, Ricky Hendrick, and all those people back in 2005. Fucking Earnhardt got in a plane wreck. Yep. Davey Allison died. Davey. Alan Kowicki died. Several. Yeah. Don't get Nobody talks about that shit. Nobody get an aircraft if you're in NASCAR. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. That's why I won't get in a helicopter today. But um, but no, as I'm saying, that's way more dangerous, in my opinion, than snowboarding. Now, the, the, 
likelihood of you getting likelihood hurt. yeah is less likely with an airplane yeah, something bad but, happening is less likely if it does go wrong in that airplane it's been real it's been real it's been fun <laughs> i mean he ain't probably coming back from that so nope it's just how how, you, how people see things these days you know um you can't like say you can't control these drivers i want chase elliott to be in a relaxed happy mood when he gets in that race car he doesn't feel chained because he can't do this thing or he can't do that thing before the race. And people say he should have done the offseason, he should have done this. He Brother, offseason's two months long. And he was racing, you know, other shit. And that's what I'm saying. You got these other drivers who are racing in, you know, midgets and shit. Like, that's dangerous. It's little people now. Oh, you meant the car. Jesus, they're racing on midgets like like little people. <laughs> Christopher Bell's on a midget. Christopher Bell is come on. on. Come on, Tyler Reddick's shoulders. That's hot. Um, but no, I'm just saying, like it's it's just all about how you see things. If if Kyle Larson races in a midget race and flips over and breaks his leg, are we having this? Out? Yes, we probably are. But it, it, people it, are dumb. It's related to racing more, so people would probably give him more of the leeway. And the only thing that people have right now. Uh, against Chase Elliott is it wasn't it wasn't helping his his NASCAR uh, what was it called his well, his ability to drive the race yeah it wasn't it wasn't improving here's, his yes yeah, here's here's the the difference though if if I'm a professional race car driver and my team owner comes to me and says hey you can't go out and play golf, which I know they wouldn't do. You can't go out and play golf because we're hurt, scared you're going to hurt your back. Or you can't go to the gym because we're scared you're going to get hurt in the gym. I would be a worse race car driver because I'm not able to go out and do the things that I want to do. I'm not. I'm just sitting at home all the time, no. fucking just looking at a wall, waiting for the race to come. By the time I get to the racetrack, I'm fucking no. depressed because I've been sitting at home looking at a fucking it. wall. All you can do is sim. That's all they're saying. You just sim and you go need, to the grocery store and do all the normal you, shit normal yeah, people do. You need to be able to live your life to keep mm-hmm. a normal mindset. Yeah, and Denny said on his podcast, you got to get out. Like Denny said, he's never been the type of person to be 24-7 on racing throughout the whole week, throughout the offices and all that, all that stuff. He said in 2010, when Denny lost the championship to Jimmy, he said that year he was so focused and trying to win the championship in 2010 that he got his mind got exhausted from just trying to focus so hard on winning that championship and it cost him he choked it and then he said in the off season he said all right i'm gonna not do that i'm just going to kind of live my life and how's that it. work for him now, no fair, championships yeah, i mean he still ain't had a championship but he uh he seemed he hasn't he hasn't choked like that since, but I'm just saying like, you can't have these drivers. Like I can't be focused on, like I do all the editing and stuff on this podcast and I do editing on my YouTube channel and all that stuff. Like I can't be focused on that 24 seven or I'll be miserable. I'll, I'll hate me doing that. And same thing, you know, with my work, if I worked all the time at my job, just did all that all the time. Yeah. I'd make a whole you lot need of money, balance. but I need something else. And that's why I do this stuff. And I, it, it, it keeps me going. It gives me something to look forward to instead of working at the hellhole over there. But um, facts. But you just can't. You can't have these drivers controlled because uh, you're going to get bad results in the race car uh, if you do that. Well, um, now should let's see. I'm, this is where I was going. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Should Chase Elliott? We well, probably will 
Should he be allowed? No, he will. They will give it. I will be shocked. Shocked. Yeah. Dumbfounded. You know, if yeah. they don't give him one, but should he be allowed to get a playoff waiver? Not only no, but no, hell no. This mother, it, they're gonna give him one, and it's yeah. the stupidest shit in the world. I disagreed with the, with it when they gave Kyle Busch a waiver when he broke his legs, but at least I understand. Hey, he got wrecked, or he wrecked racing a NASCAR race. He was injured during a NASCAR race, so it's only fair that we give him the ability to. M- make the playoffs, if he can get into the top 30 in points and win a race, he will be able to get into the playoffs, and then it's fair game from there. Chase Elliott gets hurt fucking snowboarding. He's going to miss however many races, going to finish 35th in points, but since he ain't going to finish 35th in points, he's going to finish 25th in points, and he's going to make the playoffs and probably win the fucking championship. Because that's just the way this shit goes. He's going to win the championship. He's And he's he missed fucking a quarter of the season. I don't understand how you can miss a quarter of the season and still A, make the playoffs, and B, be eligible, you know, to be to be the champion at the end of the day. If, if And there's people out there, Mike Davis on Dale Jr. Download brought this up. Well, in the NFL, if you get hurt, and your team makes it to the Super Bowl, you still get to be... No, Dale said that. Oh, was it Dale? Yeah, Dale said that. No, I couldn't stand when he you said You still that. get to play in the Super Bowl. Well, here's the difference. Um, that's a team sport. The team... And I guess technically this is a team, too. <laughs> the team sport! But, but, but the, the difference is, is the... The nine car is still going to be eligible for the owner's points. So I compare the owner's championship. The nine car will be the Denver Broncos in 2015 and uh, Chase Elliott's Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning can come back and help the Broncos win the Super Bowl and Chase Elliott can come back and help the nine car win the owner's championship, but he should not be eligible for a individual award, which the NASCAR championship is an individual award. It goes to the driver, not the car, the driver. So if the driver doesn't compete in all the races and another driver does, there's no way they should be eligible to beat that person for the championship. It's why the playoffs are well, one of the many reasons why the playoffs are stupid. are stupid to begin with. But if you look at other individual sports, wrestling, uh, most Olympic sports are this way, where you have to qualify over a long period of time to get into this event. Golf. When you, if you don't accrue enough points in the regular season, you don't make it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are. If you do not qualify to get to this point, you don't compete. It's just the way it is. If I was in, if I wrestled in high school, if I fucking broke my leg in the middle of the wrestling season, and I was good by, you know, regionals, if I didn't qualify to make it to that tournament, they don't just say, hey, yeah, you're good. I understand you were hurt. Come participate. No, I didn't need to prove myself the whole year. Chase Elliott is not going to prove himself for a quarter of the year. So why does he get to jump somebody that was there every week and made it to the playoffs that now doesn't get to because... Chase Elliott got a waiver. If you don't show up every week, you don't get to make it. I uh, I hate to do this, but I agree with you. 
Chase, Chase is my guy, but I do not think they should grant him a playoff waiver. It happened on a non-NASCAR sanctioned, sanctioned event. Can I interject real quick? Yeah. If he comes back and finishes 16th, 16th in points after missing these races, he should be in the playoffs. If you finish in the top 16, Doesn't matter. you're good. Okay. But yeah, I agree. He's not going to, but yeah. if for whatever yeah, I mean, reason, he could. if he he's goes out, tear. And, if he goes out and goes on a tear and everybody else has terrible fucking the rest of the year and finish, if he finishes 16th, then yes, he should be eligible for the playoffs because he qualified for the playoffs on points on points. Yeah. But if he finishes with a few race wins yeah, along the way or yeah, whatever, with the race wins wouldn't, wouldn't matter because he didn't compete for all the races in my opinion. So, okay. um, the points are the only thing, the only way that I think he should be able to qualify. If he finishes 16th in points, he should be in. He should not be able to get in on wins. Yeah. And I, I, this is, this is the only problem with being the most popular driver. Like you get, you do get advantages and leeways that you maybe, that other drivers may not get. I feel like does, if this happens, if this happens to Corey LaJoy, do they give him a waiver? I don't know. You know, it's it's, it's kind of, you know, what if scenario. I don't know what NASCAR would do in that situation. We still don't know what they're going to do here, but there's chances are they're going to give him a playoff waiver. And I don't think that's right. Um, Kyle, the Kyle Busch incident, it happened, like I said, in a NASCAR sanctioned, sanctioned event. I don't know why I can't say that word today. Sanctioned event. Um, he was helping out. Joe Gibbs, he was, you know, competing in a NASCAR event and, you know, safety went wrong and he got hurt in a NASCAR car. So I understood that one, but he missed, he's going, uh, Kyle Busch missed what, 11 races. That was the only problem I had with it at the time. He missed so much time that it's like, bro, like I get that you got hurt, man. You missed, you missed all the way up to the Coke 600. Like that's a fucking lot of races that other drivers are working their asses off trying to win. And you just came along and he, I mean, he got hot and won a lot of races and got in the top 30 in points and got in the playoffs and eventually won the championship. But you know that championship's kind of tainted just because he missed so much time. This, this instant he's chased probably going to miss six weeks. So it's, it's about half the time that Kyle Busch has missed. Um, on the, that's the good end of this, uh, thing that, um, of his timetable for his return, but still it, I don't think Chase should get it, and he's my guy, but you got hurt snowboarding. Shit happens. I don't want you to not do that, but you got to have – there's got to be consequences to some of your actions. Like, yeah, Chase Elliott did not mean to break his leg snowboarding, but Chase Elliott knew – it really doesn't. If the way we're thinking, it really uh, would matter to him, but the way NASCAR thinks, it doesn't really matter. Uh, from what they've shown in the past, they'll give you playoff waiver if you get hurt. You're a popular driver. They'll give it to you. They'll just give you a playoff. Oh, I get hurt. That ain't no big deal. I miss a few races or blah, blah, blah. I'll get a playoff waiver and I'll win a race and I'll be in the playoffs. If they, if they NASCAR needs to think like we do, and it's like, hey, you got to compete in every race if you're available unless you get hurt on a NASCAR track or event like Xfinity race, truck race, cup race, cup practice, whatever. You get a playoff waiver there. I understand that. But if you're just snowboarding, doing the things that you love to do, and I don't have a problem with that, there's got to be consequences to your actions. Chase Elliott should not get a playoff waiver. He should not make the playoffs. And I I, I like your your analysis, your analogy with the uh, 
the um, owners championship and then the the NFL. Like, yes, the guy misses several weeks uh, in the season, uh, and then he can come back and you know play uh, with the playoffs with the team and help him win a championship. That's the owner's drive, owner's side, the nine car. But the driver, that guy misses eight weeks of the season. Guess what? He ain't winning MVP. He ain't going to win most valuable player or whatever you want to do because he missed so much time. And I know it's, I don't like comparing NASCAR to, to stick and ball sports, but it seems like everybody does these days. And that's their only compare. Uh, that's the reason we have the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's kind of, it, I don't like doing it, but that that's the only thing I have against that. But at the end of the day, man, it, it sucks, but I don't think Chase should be allowed to make the, to make the playoffs. Uh, you got to compete in every race because then you're going to, like, like we said, we said this a couple of weeks ago, maybe last year, I don't remember what we said, but what's going to take, it's going to get to a point where, you know, these guys are going to say they are injured if they don't want to race on a certain race. And then NASCAR's going to be like, okay, uh, show me proof. And then you're good. You know, we'll give you a playoff waiver if you miss a race or two. Like I could see fucking Kyle Larson doing this at Talladega because he hates plate racing. He's like, oh, I hurt my back, you know, or you know, whatever. Like I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I should race this weekend. NASCAR, but okay, um, show me some proof or whatever. Blah blah. Here's your playoff waiver. It, I mean, it could literally do that. That's what you're. That's what they're setting up for. NASCAR has to set boundaries with these with these playoff waivers. You can't just give them out like Oprah gives out money to people like they're just giving out these these playoff waivers for anything you gotta draw a line i think the line should be if you get hurt in a nascar sanctioned event and you miss some time okay you know happened in your cars on your tracks in your events trying to help the sport grow okay we'll give you a playoff waiver anything else all outside of that i don't care if it's dirt racing snowboarding, fucking pickleball. I don't give a shit what it is. You can't get one. You got to pay for actions of your consequences. And uh, that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I, I agree. You know, I, I'm at the point where, and I, like I said, I don't think there should be a playoff waiver. I think you should have to compete in every race in order for your, your wins to count. Now, with that being said, if you miss a race or two and you're still in the top 16, you should get that playoff spot. But, yeah. you know, the points, yes, the wins matter. The winning you're in matters. But the points are the most important part. So if you have the points, you have the points. It is what it is. If if I'm first in points and I sit out that Daytona August race, are you going to kick me out of the playoffs? No, they won't. I'm going to lose 43 points. Well, it's different with stages. Whatever it is. I'm going to lose 100 points at most. You think I'm not 100 well, points? Good God, you ain't going to lose that much. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is. Stage points, you get 10. I think you can get 60 is the max. Because okay. two stage wins, then if you win the race, yeah. Whatever. you get 40. I lose 60 points. You think, how many Whatever. spots is that going to drop me down the order? A couple. Yeah. The, only, the, only, the only thing I'll say about that is, the NASCAR really don't even have to say you need to race every race or else you won't to make to make the playoffs when you have this bullshit where you're contradicting yourself. All you gotta do is say no, you know, you ain't gotta race every race. But if you're available or not, let's not even say that. 
these sponsors and these car owners are not going to like drivers just shitting out. So the I don't think NASCAR has to worry about that. But they could. They could. But the spot it it, it goes it it's such a big it's such a uh, what's that called a uh, stepping stone or whatever the fuck I'm trying to say. Like it goes down from just not just NASCAR and the uh, the driver. I don't want to race this weekend. You got the team owner. You got your sponsors. You got your pit crew. Like you just say, yeah, I ain't racing here. But your pit crew has to go out there and change that or uh, work on that car and get it ready for a certain race and you just don't feel like racing because you got such a you're in the playoffs you've won this amount of races I don't need to race this weekend like that's not going to go over well so that's where we don't have to enforce that but what you have to enforce is if you can race every race you need to but don't make it a rule because you get bullshit like this where it contradicts yourself and that's and, and says well hey uh, I know you're supposed to race every race and uh, you hurt yourself doing some, you know, a non-NASCAR activity, but we're still going to give you the playoff waiver. So you, what is it? You need, you can't have both. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Well, like which one is it? And, and that's where I think they need to just get rid of the waiver. Yeah, they could just get rid of it completely and make if it you, simple, black and white. If you do not race in every race, the win in your end is out. You have to point your way in. That's the that's the, I like that. That's the I only way like to that. do it. Okay, yeah, uh, I like that. You either point your way in or you don't. Well, I think they sh- if they're going to do playoffs, I think they should have to point their way in no matter what. But winning your end is is what we got, and they're never going to do anything else because it oh. makes Daytona exciting for one week. Um, but it, it's a little guy a chance. Yeah, you know. So, and, and this is coming from a Roush Fenway Keselowski fan that you know here recently. We we had to win to get in. We don't we're not pointing our way into the um to the playoffs, which you know, we've had this conversation a hundred times, so we won't go down. Sixteen's too many. Winning your end's wrong. It it taints the importance of the championship. If Chase Elliott goes out here and wins the championship, missing at minimum six weeks, he's not the champion. I don't care what anybody says. He's not. And if I'm Fucking Joey Logano or Denny Hamlin or whoever he beats that has seven race wins and, you know, was leading the points the whole way through. And then Chase Elliott comes back and missed half the season and gets one win, finishes 34th in points. 26. I'm just saying he could finish 34th in points with one win, get in the playoffs, and then just win a couple race or win a race in the oh. playoffs, luck his way into the fourth spot because people have wrecks and then win Phoenix because he's good at Phoenix. There, there's your champion. That That's not a tainted championship to you, NASCAR? I don't know. I don't know how you call that guy your championship, your champion, when he ran half the races, finished 34th in points, and we got two wins. Run. You never know. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it could be. He could be out till the All-Star race. Or not the All-Star race, but. Till the Coke 600, like Kyle Bush was. Yeah, he I could. doubt it, but he could. I mean, right now, he ran. He's ran two races. He is. He didn't finish good at Daytona. No, he's had. He, he he's got. 40, probably like twenty fourth in he's points. Twenty fourth. Hey, I didn't even look at that shit. He's got Go Jeff Gordon. He's got forty nine points. Ty Dillon has ten. It's going to take Ty Dillon. Four weeks, five weeks to pass him. Six weeks. So I'm saying he won't be last. He, he may not be last when he comes back. And he's only that, raced two races. 
And that's because he finished second at Auto Club. And Ty Dillon's 37. He still be- is is Tyler Reddick still no he he finished good Tyler Reddick's thirty fourth. Is he still below Travis Pastrana? Yes. <laughs> well, they're tied. They're tied. Um, Holy but, shit! But <clears throat> what I'm saying is, is Chase Elliott will more than likely if he comes back in six weeks, he'll be thirty fifth to thirty seventh, and in one race he will be back eligible yeah. for the playoffs. But you never know. NASCAR might shock us all and <laughs> not, and not grant Chase a playoff waiver. Say hey. You, you uh, got you hurt yourself in a non NASCAR event. It's tough luck. Good luck on the owners' championship, but you're not going to be. In I will competing. eat a spoonful of sour cream if NASCAR does not deal grant him the waiver. I, I I'm conflicted. <laughs> I don't know if I want that or not because then that means my guy is not available for the playoffs. But all bias aside, he shouldn't get it. But anyways, we had a race this past weekend. Did we? I thought we had a follow the leader this weekend. You know, it. Uh, people said this was a bad race. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. I think it was just... If you were watching third on back, it wasn't that bad. No, it's just the Hendrick guys were stupid fast. So, William Byron wins. Uh, he's, he's he's good at winning these early season races. I want him to... I, want, I need him to be consistent throughout the whole season and win some races in the summer and into the playoffs and stuff like that. So playoffs. The only thing I need that see that 24 uh, team do because William Byron, when he's got speed, he is very fast, especially on these mile and a half. So William Byron wins. Could have been Kyle Larson had a wreck late uh, with Eric Camarola with a couple to go. Do you think it was a caution? I agree. He hit that wall a ton and like he was going to spin out. So it was not the rookie Sandhouse Jr. Oh, I got up close to the wall. Caution. (laughs) It wasn't that. So, uh, Kyle Larson had it in the bag, and then on the restart, uh, Truex stayed out. Should have been more. Should have been more. Uh, we might get into that here in a second. Uh, and William beat Kyle Larson off pit road, and uh, he got past Truex on the start. and Or not on the start, but eventually passed him. And uh, he drove away from there, and he had a big old wreck on the back stretch. Uh, do you think they should have thrown a caution there? No. I don't either. Uh Car, all the cars off. I don't think they should throw cautions on if there's a wreck on the backstretch and it's a last lap there should be no caution yeah if there, it's if it's into one and two yeah throw the caution. I don't care if the motherfuckers flipping down the backstretch doesn't matter the safety equipment can get out there they're not racing back there yeah doesn't all you gotta matter. do is say hey check your flag all right slow down here we got a big wreck on the on the backstretch yeah all you gotta do, but uh, yeah, William Byer wins. Uh, Chevy three for three in 2023 and with three different drivers. You got Ricky Stenhouse at Daytona, KFB at Fontana, and now William Byron at Las Vegas. So, uh, Riley, what do you think about the race? Like I said at the, in the intro, it was a average race. It was a NASCAR race. Um, this is what you expected to see when you turned on a Las Vegas race in 2005. Shit like this. Yeah. Um, granted, the car was a little more difficult, you know, to. We'll get into this in a minute, but the, they were almost full throttle. Around yeah, the track. yeah, they were. They're pretty, pretty much full throttle. That hurts the racing. The track was gripped up. They were right around the bottom. Uh, that's where all the chilly. fast guys were. Chilly. And uh, the cars were very, very, very tight and dirty air. Um, so, um, that's, uh, 
that's the only complaint I have is that there wasn't a lot of passing. Now there was some decent racing. If if the cars were running side by side, I think back to the Christopher Bell Bubba Wallace, you know, five ten laps where they were just side by side, and nobody could get by. Mm-hmm. That's that's good racing. You know, that's what I like to see. I like to see that kind of thing. Um, yeah, but of course, then they bitched after the race. <laughs> well, I think they had more of just a conversation, which I understand. They're teammates. Um, well, I understand why. Kind of teammates. Yeah, they're teammates. Uh, that's a Joe Gibbs car. I don't give a fuck what anybody says, but, um, but it was a, it was a decent race. I know Brad, um, he he was the fastest Ford all day. Um, you know, get back, got behind on, you know, some pit strategy. I don't know and, what you guys are doing on pit strategy this year, but um, you know, I, I get you want to be different, but my God. When you need tires, if you're going to stay out, tires, you need you, to stay out. If stay you're going to stay out, stay out. If you're going to pit, pit. Yeah, but, not you know, halfway in the middle yeah, and then lose all your track position. And and tires didn't matter that much, so you're you know five lap newer tires, you know, not going to help you. But anyways, Brad was the fastest Ford all day, so he was you know he got some stage points and you know it was looking good for him. And um, Chris got to the wall, you know, he, he fell a lap down, and you know his day was. Pretty much over. I think it was the car. I mean, he wasn't that fast. He wasn't with. fast to begin with, but I think he was faster than finishing what twenty third or whatever he wherever he finished. But mm-hmm. um, you know, it was, it was a decent race. You know, it's not a. I, I think back to Richmond last year, uh, the first ra- Richmond race, very yeah. similar race. You know, yeah. there's not a lot of passing, not a lot of cautions. Um, there was more stra- there's more strategy in that race, just, I'd say. Yeah, just a regular NASCAR race, though, you know, yeah. and which is good every now and again yeah. because you don't want if if it's a wreck fest every week, you lose your legitimacy. So yeah, like a bunch of idiots out there. I thought it was I thought it was worth a watch if you know if if I watch that every week at a mile and a half, I'll probably get bored of it. Mm-hmm. But you know, true NASCAR fans. That's not a terrible race. No, I'd rather see that than um, whatever the fuck we're going to see at Phoenix this week, or you see where you see whatever we see at Bristol Dirt. You see how people are comparing that rate this race this past weekend to Texas. That's people are dumb. Yeah, they're dumb. Like Texas, you couldn't pass at all for the most part. This race, you could actually pass. And taking all bias out, like I'm, like yeah, Hendrick's my team, I guess. But like I said, I. When I when I was a Jeff Gordon, I'm so I'm a Jeff Gordon fan. But when Jeff Gordon raced, I was not cheering for Jimmy Johnson uh, to win the race if Jeff Gordon wasn't involved because uh, he won so much. I was more of a Jeff Gordon fan, but I've always been connected to Hendrick, so I will I, I won't mind Hendrick winning. And Hendrick dominated the race. William Byron, I don't mind William Byron. I like Kyle Larson; he's my third favorite driver, and Alex Bowman is. You know, he's Alex Bowman. You know, he is what he is. But uh, they dominated the race. Uh, Chevys were the class of the field all day. Toyotas were, were, they weren't ever really close, but they were second manufacturer for sure. And then Ford just, I don't know what the fuck Ford had. Yeah, I think they just put all their shit into qualifying. Jerry qualified on the pole and went backwards. we ain't seen him since. Yeah. Ryan qualified third and went backwards completely uh, from the start. So, uh, yeah, Chevy dominated the race, but like, here's the problem: people were complaining it's a terrible race. Blah 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 blah. I not we've said this before. Not every race has to be a barn burner, and you even had a late caution that made it pretty enter- entertaining the last couple laps. 
Now, not a lot of shit happened. He had a bigger wreck on the backstretch, and then you had, you know, battle for the lead with a couple to go, and, you know, the Hendrick guys trying to get past Martin Trix Jr. was made it pretty interested and see what was going to happen with that thing. You had Bo Wallace coming from, like, eighth, and you had Denny and Ross. <laughs> I don't know what they did in turn one. Went backwards completely. Uh, by, by the way, I won with Ross Chastain this week. Uh, <laughs> I could, fuck, I should have picked Cody Ware. I don't want with Cody Ware this week because Joe, uh, Joey finished last. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> yeah, Brad's fault. But uh, it was actually not Brad's fault. It was just a racing incident. Yeah, shit happens. But uh, no, I, 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 not every race has to be a barn burner. That makes the races that are special special. Like if you have every race every week be like this, then <laughs> then you're going to lose. The, the specialness of a really special race or finish or whatever will will get tainted because, oh, we see this all the time. We see this every week. Maybe not to the extent, but we see it all the time. What's what's the big deal? So not every race has to be a barn burner. It was not a fantastic race, but it wasn't a bad race either. I'd give it a 60, 65%. Like it wasn't nothing to, I'm not going to remember this race 10 years from now. But it wasn't Texas bad. And people that say this race was Texas bad, you don't need to go back and watch that Texas race. Both Texas, the watch any Texas race the past three years. Like you can't, it's terrible. Like it's not even close. Texas is the worst race track that NASCAR goes to. It's not even close. Uh, Phoenix is, uh, Phoenix is, we're not, we're not a fan of Phoenix, but even Phoenix is probably twice as good as Texas is. So, Overall, this race was pretty good. It wasn't good, but it was it was okay. And like I said, not every race has to be a flat-out fight to the finish, photo finish, cars beating and banging off each other for the you know for the for the win. You know that's what that's what that's what makes good races stand out uh, from uh, other races. So in the day, it was a okay race, and uh, you know it. Vegas, both right Vegas races last year were better than this one. Uh, we might get into that a little bit later, but uh, it seemed like some of these teams are starting to figure out this this Gen Seven car, like we predicted last year, and they're you can kind of start separating the big teams from the middle tier teams. Yeah, well, uh, the the good news about that is it looks like Roush. He's up there. Got it figured out. I mean, they're not. That is, which is hey, hard Chris to believe. Is not terrible at Auto Club. Um, and, you know, they both should have fucking either one of them could have won Daytona. Um, they've they were both fast at Auto Club. Brad was really fast at Auto Club. Brad was fast here. And granted, a lot of that's track position. He qualified up there is difficult to pass. So, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, once he fell back to 15th, he couldn't get back, mm-hmm. you know, into the top 10. But uh, I'm I'm happy with where RFK is. It's just I don't you know, we've been to. Three different racetracks now. Um, you know, Fords were kind of the strong ones at, at Daytona, which is, you know, what we expected. Uh, then we went to Auto Club, and it was the Chevrolets. You know, you had Ross and ended up having Kyle win. You know, their Fords were fast, but they weren't, you know, winning winning fast. Then we came to Las Vegas. And, and they never showed up. Ford wasn't there. Um, Harvick was okay. Brad and Harvick were the only two that were sniffing the top 10 for a long time. Yeah. Um, 
you know, the two car ended up finishing like Six. sixth, which he <laughs> came from fucking nowhere. Didn't see him all day. No, um, luck of the draw at but, the end there. But, and I said, I'm pretty sure I said this before the season. Uh, the Chevys are going to be tough to beat this year. Um, no, you said the Fords were going to be tough to beat this well, year. That, that, that new, that new I uh, thought it would front be end, Ford got an advantage. No, I said Chevy's got an advantage. Uh, I'm pretty, sure, the tape there. pretty sure I said because Chevy's you still, said Denny Hamlin said these Fords, the way they got these noses, now Ford should have the advantage this no, year. No, 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 yes, no. Yes, you did. You got me wrong. You've got me, and if I did, you got I missed. Me all wrong there, champ. And if if I did say that I misspoke, what I what I and I'm pretty sure I didn't misspeak. But Chevrolet is still number one. Ford and Chevy, or Ford and Toyota, are closer to Chevy, but Chevy is still number one. And if you look at Auto Club and you look at Las Vegas, Chevrolet's dominated both of these races. Um, and this is the normal. NASCAR track. Um, you've only got three, well, two, three super speedways. Um, so this weekend, we're going to see if, if Ford's got it figured out on the short tracks. Um, you know, where downforce doesn't matter as much, but Chevrolet's have the most downforce, and that's why they're the quickest on these mile and a half, two mile, you know, downforce tracks. So um, we're kind of combining two of our, our talking points here, but um, it's uh, going to get into it. Yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting to see this weekend um, how the new short track package short track package works out. But um, Vegas in general, you know, was not a barn burner. It was not a hey, the greatest race I've ever seen. Uh, but like I said, it was, it was an average race. I think you said what? 65%. Mm-hmm. I'd give it a 70. Um, it's a C. Um, I'm not upset with that race. If I get that race instead of the Bristol dirt race, I'm happy. If I get that race instead of whatever the fuck Atlanta is, I'm happy. If I get that race instead of most Texas, Texas or most of the road course races, I'm happy. Um, that's a, it's a normal NASCAR race. The only thing that I could say, well, not the only thing, but the number one problem with these cars, which I've said it before, number one, I'm pretty sure I said it last week, number one, they have too much grip, and number two, they don't have enough power. I was watching a video on YouTube earlier today. There's this guy, They apparently iRacing released something, and they fucked up uh, the ARCA car, and the ARCA car rev limiter uh, goes to 9,500 instead of 8,500. So they're hitting like 195 mile an hour into the corner at Atlanta, <laughs> the old Atlanta, yeah, which is badass. Like yeah. that's what you want. Like yeah. you don't get that shit nowadays. And he's no. like, yeah, this is what stock car racing is. If you're if you're younger than 20, you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. But yeah. back in the day, this is what what it was. I was like, hell yeah, yeah, I agree with this. See them cars, they were flying into one, moving, and you you know you. You, you remember when they were at Auto Club, like last weekend. They were getting, I remember that big old 215 up in the corner. Two, just fucking smoking it down in the corner. And that's yeah. badass. Yeah. Maybe it's not the most exhilarating racing, like side by side. Oh, there's yeah. cars and there's wrecks. It's and not appealing this. to the average viewer. But that is badass. Though that's when the drivers were driving. You, you go to the interstate. I'm not telling people to do this, but you go to the interstate and try to get up to 215 if your car is able to. And let me know how 
comfortable you are. And they just hang a left. Yeah. Well, don't. But <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but just think about it. You just, can't do that. Don't just, do that. Just think about hanging a left. Yeah. Um, With banking. <laughs> yeah. But it's, um, you know, they're never going to do it. But no. more power would be great. Yeah. More power would have turned Las Vegas from a 70 to, to an 80. 85. Yeah, probably. If the same exact shit happened. But they had more power. Mm. That race would have been way better because maybe William Byron. It just looks more appealing to the yeah. eye to us true fans. Maybe know, not gets loose. Fan. Or, yeah. you know, oh, he's catching it. He's trying to catch it. Yeah. But anyways, it's uh, Look Vegas, at his hands. Vegas was good enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. But uh, we'll see. But having said that, you know, we both Vegas races last year were were better than this one. And uh, Auto Club was fantastic. I think, uh, other than the end of the race, it was very good. Do you think, is there is there troubles lying ahead for the Gen 7 car based on what we just saw this weekend? Because it was not as competitive as it was last year. It seems like these top teams have got an edge over the field of these smaller teams, especially the Chevy teams. Is there is there room for concern that we we're, we're de- I definitely we definitely agree that there's not going to be as much parity this year. Mm-hmm. Second year of this car, these teams these teams give us a year, give them a year, they're going to figure it out. Is there room? Is there need for concern that it's going to be rough? More more rough races? Not this wasn't a rough race, but you say understand what I'm trying to Just say? Kind of. Average. average not not a whole lot happening yeah like it same guys every week like it was two years ago um I, too, I don't too know, early i don't know if i have an answer for you and the reason is part of me wants to blame the weather it's very windy both west coast races have been cold yeah it's been it's been unusually cold in las vegas and in yeah. uh auto club mm-hmm Fucking snowing. Very, <laughs> Saturday yeah. of the very windy in um in Las Vegas this weekend. Track temperatures not high. You know, it was just high enough for the cars to be gripped up. And um when 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 like I've already said, the cars got too much grip to begin with. So when you have a car that produces a lot of grip, it's not a lot of off throttle time. And you know the the tires don't slide a whole lot, um, and you couple that with a track that's gripped up, and then you couple that with a team that figures it out. It's going to be an issue um, because William Byron didn't make a mistake all day. I mean that car was planted on the bottom the whole day. I didn't see him come off the fucking bottom once when he wanted. Unless he wanted to, I'm saying he he never missed the bottom, and I don't think William Byron is that. I'm not saying he's a bad race car driver, but he's not Kevin Harvick in Atlanta. That is the car. That is the temperature in the track. That is everything working out perfectly for William Byron. Yeah. In in my opinion, that everything was just set up perfectly for William Byron to drive the perfect race. We can we can agree. This is another problem with this with this car. It's more car than driver these days. You give somebody, you give a B driver an A plus car at one of these tracks, they, Bubba Wallace, 
Kansas last year. I mean, they, he even finished fourth. You know, so Bo Wallace is not a bad race car driver, but he is not top five and intermediate driver. Now, I know shit can happen, and you have things, restarts, blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying, it's more car than driver these days. Back in the day, you had to you had to fight. Driver mattered a lot more back then. Uh, it didn't matter how... I mean, it matters how good your car is set up, but back in the day, you had so much off-throttle time. You had brakes. You had to actually you could, use... You could do something to make yeah, your day better. Yeah, when you're almost full throttle, there's only there's only so much you can do. It's all about setup now these days. I, I I'll compare it to, and I know F1 and NASCAR are completely different things. In my opinion, Fernando Alonso is the most talented Formula One driver of the past twenty years. Yeah, what he did on uh, Sunday at Bahrain was incredible. And finished what third? Yeah, you know, didn't have a third place car, but you know, look. More times than not, Fernando Alonso, especially since he left Ferrari, um, he you know drove the McLaren for a long time, which that car was terrible. Um, he drove. Uh, he's at Aston Martin now. Uh, he drove for whatever that other team was. You know, he's done some IndyCar stuff, but he doesn't win. I don't. I cannot remember the last time he won a race. But he's the best driver out there, in my opinion, and. He just doesn't win. He doesn't compete for wins because of the car. You look at NASCAR. You look at Brad Keselowski. I'm not saying he's the most talented driver out there, but he is a race-winning driver. He's a talent. He's a champion. He's a champion. He can't. He can't sniff a win. He he has. This is Daytona. <laughs> the only time. The only time he has been in contention to win a race has been Daytona, Talladega, and Bristol last year. Since he's come to RFK. In Martinsville. He was getting Martinsville in the in the fall. He wasn't gonna win that race. No, he had a chance. He was third. Um, you know, anyways, four. Four out of the past forty races, he's had a chance to win. It's all car. It's not because Brad Keselowski can't drive a race car. So you could compare it with Kyle Bush last year. I I'm I'm starting to believe that eighteen team going into the fifty four, I know Ty Gibbs still a rookie. But I think that eight car is, and Chevy's got the advantage. We can agree is better is a better car than that eighteen now the fifty four. And look what Kyle's won one race already in it. He only won, what? How many? He won one. He won Bristol Dirt last year, and he shouldn't have won that race. And then the year before that, he only won two. He won two, and then he won one in twenty. So, like the car matters these days. Like Kyle Busch, one of the most talented drivers driving a race car. I don't like him. But he's one of the most talented race car drivers I've ever seen. The past three years, he yeah, only won four races. I know it's early, but he's already won a race this year in that eight car. I think he wins at least four this year. Yeah, change your tune there, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't expect I didn't expect that car to be as competitive. But but you look at Tyler Reddick. I know it's early. He won three races in that eight car last year. This year he's, he's still third he's points. still tied with Travis Pastrana, who ain't raced in two weeks. Now I know two of them are wrecks, uh, and then last week he uh, he had a pretty good car, just never had track position. But still, just saying it's. And I hate to quit harping to get harping on the the horsepower, but I I guarantee you, I if this car had eight hundred fifty nine hundred horsepower like they used to every week. 
there wouldn't be as much parity, but Kyle Busch would win a lot. Kevin Harvick would win a lot. Denny Hamlin would win a lot. Brad Keselowski would win a lot. There may be Chase Elliott. You know, he might get in there because he can drive. You know, there's some guys that would win. Larson, Larson he would win a lot. Because he's in a good car. And he knows how to fucking drive. Yeah. There, there would be less parity, but Better these racing. guys, these guys would be fucking racing. Mm-hmm. If... If these cars had 900 horsepower, those Hendrick cars, they probably still would have dominated the race at Las Vegas, but those Hendrick cars would have been passing each other trying to win the race, Mm -hmm. not just following each other through there. Now, William Byron had the best car, hands down. Um, William Byron had had the best car, hands down, didn't put a wheel wrong all day, held a pretty wheel, as Clint Boyer would say. Um, But... When Kyle Larson, when Kyle Larson beat him off pit road, and William Byron was running third, William Byron could pass him, couldn't even get close to him. So, but if they had a nine hundred horsepower, I think that would have been a different story. Um, but you know, like again, I say every week they're never going to do it. But uh, they need that would help. Yeah, they need to put some power. Off-throttle time is the most important thing in NASCAR. So whether they do that by putting a 1,000 horsepower in a car or cutting the tire down, they need to do something. Um, Especially, now, I think the mile and a half will be okay once it gets hot. I will say that. Once we start getting to Kansas, starts heating up a little bit. Charlotte. Charlotte for the 600, it'll be hot. Um once we come back to the, you know, in the, the later August, you know, September, it's going to be hot at these mile and a halfs. They'll be fine. But when the conditions are gripped the fuck up, these cars are going to be planted on the bottom. There's going to be almost no off throttle time. This is the racing you're going to get. Yeah, I agree. It's just, uh, I mean, we anybody that has any, a decent little knowledge in NASCAR knew this was coming that the teams after, you know, last year, new car, you know, had part shortage at the beginning of the year. You had a lot of new things go on. You had some, you had some, a lot of parody and we, we all knew that this was, that was an outlier last year was an outlier. You weren't going to have 19 winners and we've had three and three races, but you know, eventually that number is going to slow down. Uh, it's just, it's just based how it's just like new rules and stuff in the NFL or any type of stick and ball sport. You implement a new rule, you give these good coaches and good players enough, you know, a little bit of time to get used to it, and you're gonna have the cream rise to the top. It's the same in NASCAR. So these bigger teams are starting to, you know, assert themselves. Hendrick, uh, RCR. I mean, they they've been an A class uh, uh, team this year. Could have won the Daytona 500, one auto club. They never really in contention for Vegas. Uh, Kyle was quick, but just kind of made some mistakes, had some things go was not go his way. Austin Dillon was terrible last week. I don't know what the fuck happened to him, but uh, you know, Archer has been strong. Trackhouse, both Trackhouse cars have been very strong this year. So Chevy's got the upper hand, but even twenty three eleven with with Bubba Wallace, they were fast this weekend. Tyler Reddick was fast, never had the track position. Uh, Joe Gibbs, uh, JGR, Truex was fast, Hamill was fast, Bell was fast. 
Uh, Gibbs wasn't all that fast, but uh, I think he got a top 15 at the end. So it's just like these top teams are, are getting more comfortable with this car, and they have more resources than JTG Doherty. They have more resources than even RFK does, than Spire, than um, uh, uh, shit, uh, front row. They got more. They got more resources and people to work on these cars than these other teams do. And this gap is going to continue to get bigger. It's just how it is. And people thinking, oh, it, the next gen car would keep him like this, keep it like it was last year the whole time. You know, you're. It's not going to happen. It's just going to get. I don't know if it's going to get. Uh, as big as it was in 2021 with Hendrick and Gibbs were the two most dominant teams that went even close. It won't get that bad by the end of the year, but you're going to see the three or four teams dominate the whole year. Even SHR right now, they're behind. They're way behind these the Chevys and even Toyota. I think they're behind RFK. Nothing. Yeah, other than Harvick. Yeah, they're all Briscoe's been bad. Even Harvick. Has been I, think bad. Harvick I think Harvick. Almarola's been bad. Like, yeah, I, SHR's in trouble. I'll so have to pull up the points, but I think ne- Harvick's behind both our RFK guys. Next week, well, both our RFK guys are in the top 15. In okay, no, actually, Harvick, Harvick's third in points right now. Okay. Um, but both RFK, uh, Chris is 10th and Brad's 11th. Yeah, so we'll, next week we'll do a, uh, uh, it, we'll kind of go through some drivers of a, Hot or cold meter, danger meter. We'll do that next week. Four races in, see how uh, see how we feel about some of these drivers because some of these drivers are sucking right now, very bad. But uh, anyways, yeah, it's just going. To, uh, Chase had have a good year so far. <laughs> Shut up. He finished second Auto Club though. Hey, but anyways, uh, the the cars and the teams are just gonna get better the more they learn about this new car, and the the middle tier teams they're gonna have to capitalize early in the season because I think by the middle middle of the year towards near the playoffs it's going to be all these top three or four teams because uh they're just getting more and more comfortable with this car more and more knowledge and uh getting more these uh cars more hooked up on all these tracks each week yeah i agree we'll see we'll see this week at phoenix um you know if uh if it's driver or car uh they less downforce is going to be putting a little bit more into the driver's hands, but Phoenix has sucked for 30 years. So we'll see on that. But yep. once they get past that, it's what Coda and then is Coda. No, Kansas? Atlanta. Atlanta's next weekend. Atlanta, then Coda. Atlanta, then Coda. I think then okay. Richmond or something. Kansas okay. somewhere. I don't know. I can't remember, but uh, we'll see for sure. Attaboy. Who? Did I miss the button? You missed it. Damn it. Hold on. Attaboy. Attaboy. Boop. Attaboy. Who wants to go first for the Attaboy? Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, My Attaboy for this week is going to go to Hendrick Motorsports. Never heard of (laughs) Uh, they uh, they dominated the race on Sunday. Uh, if Chase Hill was in that race, he'd probably finish in the top five as well. He might have won a damn race, but uh, probably not. But anyways, uh, Hendrick Motorsports, one, two, three finish. Did it for old Chase. 
Uh, Wayne Byron, Kyle Larson had the best two cars all day. Nobody could touch him. Bowman was third, and he was a little bit behind him. But like I said before, Alex Bowman's the least, most least talented driver in Hendrick. But uh, he still was fast and finished third. So Hendrick had it, had it, had it going on Sunday. Nobody could touch him. Uh, Gibbs was the only type of close. As far as team goes, they were kind of close with Hamlin and Truex and Bell, but even they didn't stand a chance. Ross was fast for for quite for uh, for a little bit there for most of the day actually, but nowhere near the Hendrick car. So, at the boy, the Hendrick Motorsports Camp, they put a 2007 Martinsville butt whooping on the field like Jimmy Johnson, and Jeff Gordon used to do to the field. Yes, yes, they did. Um... Man, I'm gonna give mine to Austin Hill. Uh, mm. You know, I, I know you're not a big Austin Hill fan, but dude's uh, an idiot, and I don't know why. I don't know why you don't like Austin Hill, but he won Daytona, did he not? Yes, yes, he did. Uh, didn't he win this weekend? I didn't watch. Yes, he did. He did. He did win. As two out of the first three, RCR's on a fucking roll. They've won a race every week, um, but. This man can wheel a fucking race car. I don't know. You did watch it because we were talking about He holds it. a pretty wheel. That boy holds a pretty wheel. He held that wheel. Fat ass. Left his fuck and ran down. Who was leading that race? Chandler Smith. Chandler Smith. Who? <laughs> Future cup champion. <laughs> um, Wouldn't mark that down. Okay. Austin Hill's got a better chance of winning a cup championship. <laughs> that motherfucker can drive. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I think that's I'm, his first win on a quote-unquote wheel. Those real RCR race cars were not fast last year. Sheldon Creed was, he almost won Darlington. He almost won a couple races. He just don't know how to not So did Austin Hill. No. No. My he man. just won Daytona and Atlanta. That's all he won last year. Anyways. Dude is, an, dude is a hack. He is Dale Jr. 2.0. Liter- I've literally, he ain't that I've good. literally never seen him do anything wrong. I don't know. I don't know why Watch you dislike him. the fucking truck series the past Back in 2017. Everybody's, to 20. Fuck, yeah, everybody's oh, fucked up in the truck series. Fuck, couldn't stand his Anyways, ass in the truck series. That, that man truck. was a one-man show at Las Vegas on Saturday. Ran down Chandler Smith, passed him on the white flag. Getting the white flag? I don't remember. Whatever it was. I was getting the white flag, into turn one on the white flag, whatever it was. I think it was two. Ran low. him down from like three seconds back. I mean, he came down and he Chandler got tight. He smoked his ass. He Chandler got- ran. Chandler fucked up. Chandler fucked up. Chandler lost that race. But Austin Hill made him lose that race. I think Austin Hill's going to be your Xfinity Series champion this year. Um, especially if he keeps driving the way he's driving right now. He should have won last week. The dude's the truth. No, he shouldn't have. He should have. Um, Dude, John Hunter dominated that race. Yeah, fair point. He was good enough to... Cole Custer dominated the first half. He's very good last week. John Hunter dominated the second half. Anyways, Austin Hill... That's my dog barks. Very good race car driver. Won two out of the first three races in the Xfinity Series. It won't be like Maybe not, but... (laughs) It was that way on Saturday. So, attaboy, Austin Hill. Yeah, that uh, that race reminded me. I, I text you this. I did watch it, and uh, I like Chandler Smith. I think he's one of my favorite up and coming guys. Him. He's a piece of shit. Uh, for what reason? Because his name is Chandler. Ah, uh, 
What he I guess It's because he was a Toyota guy for so long. I can't like Toyota guys. He's a Chevy, Chevy guy. Now. Now. He, he went for the fuck he, Chevy too. <laughs> fuck Chevy. He, one of he went from the dark side to the light side. He's in the gray right now. He's in the gray. But no, nah, it reminded me a lot of Chase Elliott at Dover in uh, 2017, where he had that race one and damn Kyle Bush came out of nowhere and took my heart and Chase's heart and ripped it out of our body. Don't break my And uh, Chase lost that race. It reminded me a lot. That that race this past Just weekend reminded me a lot of, uh, would you shut the fuck up? Reminded me a lot of, uh, you can't do that. <laughs> segment of You Can't Do That. You can't do that. Who can't do that this week? Ty Dillon, Cody Ware, Daniel Suarez, Carson Josevar, Denny Hamlin, Noah Gregson, Jesse Uji, Fred Davis. You can't do that. You can't do that. No, but dang, 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 you can't do that. Who can't? You know who can't do that this week? Who? Brad! Brad Keselowski and his team. And to be honest, everybody from 10th to 17th on that last restart. And you know what I'm going to say. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? I've never been so pissed off in my life. I'm going to go on a rant here. As Larry Mack says, Brad Keselowski did not win this race. (laughs) If you follow the leader, you follow the leader. You're running 16th. There's a green right checkered. Right. There's 18 cars on the lead lap. There's 18 cars on the lead lap. One of them just wrecked. Why the fuck would you pit and take two tires like every other motherfucker on the track? Why? It makes no sense. It makes none. Zero. Not. Nil. Zippity-doo. <laughs> Goose egg. Whatever the fuck you want to say. It doesn't make any sense why you would pit there and take a fucking two-tire stop just like everybody else. You come out 16th. You get caught up in a wreck. You finish 18th. You finish 18th! (laughs) Why? Why are we pitting? Martin Truex Jr. pitted or stayed out from 5th. Yes, he finished 7th. Boo fucking who? He wasn't running 16th. And he didn't have somebody on the outside to hedge his bets against that did not take tires. If there was two cars on the front row that didn't take tires. Truex probably wins that race. Truex probably wins that race. And the guy in second probably finishes fifth. Fourth or fifth. And unless the guy he gets third a, finishes like tenth. Yes. Unless the guy on top gets a better restart. They might just fucking run side by side like Bubba Wallace and fucking the 20 car did well, for this, 10 The same laps. thing happened last year. Uh, Larson and Bowman. Remember Truex and uh, Kyle Busch are going to win the race. Kosh came out, they took two tires, and then they just stayed side by side the whole two The miles. whole time! Because no, uh, uh, Kyle couldn't do nothing from behind. Couldn't, couldn't touch him. But instead, instead, Brad says, you know what? Well, actually, it's probably Brad's crew chief. 
hey, let's come Free down. Hey, come down here and get fucking two tires on this motherfucker. Like everybody, like everybody else. We ain't been able to pass anybody all day. Nobody's had a fucking. There's been three passes all day. We got top ten car. We lost a track edition, but let's uh. Let's fucking pit here and get goddamn two tires on this thing because we're gonna smoke this shit. Because we we know we're gonna we're gonna win next week at Phoenix for sure. We're gonna win that race, no problem. We're not even worried about it. We're gonna win five races this year. We need a good run here. We need we need to finish 18th. That's what we, we just don't need a wreck. We, just, we, need, we need a good points. We day. need to finish 18th. We need a good points day. Stupid! You already got stage points. We've already got them. Go try to win the race. I was furious. I was so mad when I saw his fucking... That was a good-looking car. That silver fast and all car. Good-looking car. Very when good. I saw that motherfucker turn left down pit road, though, <laughs> it was not I a was car. furious. It was not a good-looking car. I've never been so mad to see a car on pit road in my entire life. And you're, they, not, and you're not saying Brad was going to win the race if no, he stayed he out. probably finishes fifth. Yeah, that's better than 18th. Than if he finishes 12th, it's better. You're not getting passed by 17 cars. You're not. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that made no sense. I was shocked. I was shocked. And I was I'm hot of, right now. I was, <laughs> I'm still fucking pissed. That makes no sense. And uh, Truex, what, he was, what, fourth or fifth going in. So, I mean, you could argue why did he stay out. But I don't understand from 10th to 18th why half of them didn't stay out. If, if you're if you're in the, the bottom half of the lead lap, there is zero reason to pit right there. You're not going to wreck. You're not going to wreck. Cars have too much grip. You're well, not going mean, to wreck. Well, I mean, they did wreck. Well, they wrecked for a completely different reason. <laughs> they didn't just, like, lose the car because they had no grip. But they would not have been back there. Yeah, Brad wouldn't have been in the wreck. Yeah. The worst he finishes if he stays out is fucking 14th. Tyler Reddick. Shit, I don't know why Tyler Reddick didn't do it. I don't know why half these guys. Kyle Busch didn't do it. I don't understand why any of these guys didn't do it. Didn't make no sense to me. I, I get that one. That's that's a good one. But stupid, uh, <laughs> fucking stupid. My, you can't do that. Uh, from California is going to go to <gasps> Josh Berry for twenty. No, I'm just <laughs> Dude should have finished fourth. What the? Your other three? No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, my, you can't do that from uh from Vegas this from Vegas this weekend is gonna go to Daniel Suarez. <gasps> Uh, this motherfucker just used Chris Buescher as, as the wall to to get off the corner off two earlier in the race. Just put him straight in the wall. If I was Chris Buescher, oh, man, I would have been very upset, but I'm sure he was. But Dan Suarez, we've seen him do this in the past, just get way too aggressive trying to pass somebody. And I, I get it. I get you're trying to pass Chris Buescher, it's, but it's early in the race, 50 laps in, I think it was around the time. You can't just put somebody in the wall. And... uh Daniel's got to use more self-awareness than that. I'm sure he didn't mean to do it. He probably just got tight and got up there and Chris was beside him and put him in the wall. But Daniel's done this a lot. Daniel needs to clean up some of his driving. I think a lot of guys respect him in the garage, but I know there's I know there's quite a few people that, that don't. What about Michael McDowell? <laughs> what about uh, Christopher Bell? <laughs> Remember last year at Darlington, we were there and Suarez like, I'm a... I'm going to wreck that 20 car anytime he's around me. Yeah. Never did anything. No. But Dan Suarez, he, that's what I'm saying. He, he talks out of both ends of his mouth. He does that shit, and then he gets mad at people for doing it to him. So, Dan Suarez, uh, he had a fast car. He, he was, uh, did he finish, didn't he finish four? Uh, no, he finished fifth? fifth or something like that. Uh, so, he had a good run, but uh, he, he kind of fucked Chris Busher over. And early in the race, you, you got to kind of be a little more patient than that. So, uh, Daniel Suarez, you can't do that. 
I don't know. I didn't really have a whole lot. Was, yeah, there weren't really a whole lot of fuck ups this week. No, there really wasn't. But uh, anyways, we got Phionix this weekend. Actually, he finished tenth. Ooh, damn! I didn't know he finished that bad. Interesting. Still, you know, not terrible. No, it's not bad. When Justin Haley finishes eighth, you know, it's kind of. <laughs> hey, Justin Haley's gonna make playoffs. <laughs> anyway, we got Phionix this week. Oh, yes. Uh, the Order of the Phoenix. Avada Kedabra. Um I'm hotter than the Phoenix. Ah, the Phoenix Suns. Kevin yes. Durant. Fuck that guy. Who? Anyways, go ahead. Phoenix is this weekend. It's going to be a boring-ass race, just like usual. I don't think the uh, the downforce changes are going to change that I much. I think it'll help it. Phoenix has never been entertaining. Never. So no, it hasn't. I don't think that this week's going to be any day. It's going to be better than last year, but it's not going to be great. Um, I think it's going to be exciting restarts, and then I think it's going to get strung out, and it's going to be follow the leader, just like every Phoenix race has been for the last ten years. Um, I don't know. You know, I could see a Ford winning it. I could see a Chevy. I'm looking at, you know, particular drivers here. I'm not going to name names yet. Uh, but, you know, I could. There's a Ford. There's a couple Fords I could see winning this race. There's a couple Chevrolets I could see winning this race. There's a couple Toyotas I could see winning this race. Um, I don't think it's going to be dominated by a single car. I just think it's going to be whoever gets a lead on the restart is probably going to win the race. And lead a lot of the race. Yeah. You know, pit, yeah, pit road's going to be key this weekend. Qualifying's going to be key. Need a number one pit stall. You need you need track position in this race. It's going to be, I think it's going to be very hard to pass. Phoenix is always hard to pass, no matter what type of Harder car. Harder than pass at a kidney stone. Yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> I mean, Phoenix has always been, no matter what generation of car we've been in, been uh, running, Phoenix is always a tough place to pass. So um, track position is going to be key. So I, I, I agree. I think it's going to be uh, whoever whoever gets out front. Uh, whoever saves their tires, I don't think it matters as much as it used to because these tires got so much grip and stuff. But it's going to be who can manage your tires the best, not burn them off early in a run. I think you don't have some long runs at Phoenix like you always do. It's going to be about how, uh, what drivers uh, can manage your tires, save their car, save their stuff to the end, and then go when they need to go. And uh, I think you're going to have the guys that do that the best are the veteran drivers. So I think you'll have a veteran driver win this race. I agree. I'm picking a veteran this week. I am but too. Uh, I'm picking a veteran second because you get to pick first because yep. you got lucky with Ross Oh, he was. My guy qualified on the pro and went backwards, like you said, uh, lap two. I didn't go backwards, lap two. He's like, like I, lap five, lap 10, something like that. Anyways, my guy that I'm picking for Phoenix, I mean, it's a layup. I got to pick this guy. Never He's a him. guaranteed top 10, Chase at Elliott. least in this race. Yeah, him. Josh Berry. No. <laughs> um, he probably won the race. He probably will. Uh, does he would that look bad to Chase if, he, if Josh goes out there and wins a race in yes. this car? Well, I mean, Chase won five races last year, and he only had two races this year. I think that I I just looked good it for Josh. Look, it looked good for Josh, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't look great for Chase. If he goes out there, gets back in the car, wins four races, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but he's not going to. Ah, my leg. Uh, nah, give me a, a bona fide, not scrub. Uh, Kevin Harvick, he's the king of Phoenix. I mean, he's, he's going, he might not win the race. He was on my list. But 
he's a guaranteed top 10 at this track. Even with Storthouse racing the past couple years struggling, he always gets a top 10, top five usually in this race. He's the safest bet. I got to take Harvick. Got to take it one of his best tracks. This is uh, one of his last visits to Phoenix. I'm sure he wants to do well. I think that four car is going to be fast this weekend. That's a great pick. Um, I was debating on him. Um, I was debating on him. I was debating on uh, Joe Biden. Bowman. I think Bowman is going to be good this week. You've already picked him once. I know. I know. That's why I'm not going to. So, as my fourth, my Chevy, I've been debating on Dennis Hamlin. I think he's going to have a good weekend this weekend. He was not good there last year. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. So, um, I'm going to go with his teammate, Christopher Bell. Mm. I think Christopher Bell is going to have a good weekend this weekend. I think he's going to win the race. Um, Toyota's still looking for a dub. Uh, so Ford's still looking for a dub. Ford's still looking for a dub. Uh, they're not going to get it this week. Um, I think Ford's will be competitive. Blaney, I Blaney's a sneaky one. He's, I, he's, see, he's I had, good at Phoenix. I had Blaney on my list as well. Yeah. Um, but, uh, after, you know, Kyle Petty said he was a scrub yeah. uh, and he's got, he's got arguments, legit arguments. Hey, he hey, does. you know what? I made a mistake picking him for my champion this year. So uh, he's going to go out there and win the, win the championship. That's now. why I did it. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I think Christopher Bell is going to have a good week. He's a good uh, one. He, uh, he's very fast here in the championship flat, race last year. It's a flat track. You know how he is on flat tracks and Toyota's, uh, especially New Hampshire. I think, I think he's the future of Joe Gibbs racing um, above Ty Gibbs, um, at least for the next five years. I think Christopher Bell is going to be the guy. Um, I think he's going to surpass Denny. I think Martin, when he retires, you know, there'll be somebody else in that, in that car, but I think John, yeah, but I think the 20 car is going to be the future of RCR or RCR <laughs> uh, Joe Gibbs for a while. So I think it starts this. Damn, weekend. RCR just taking everybody from Joe hey, Gibbs, ain't he? Might as well. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, I think Christopher Bell goes in there. Like you said, might not win the race, but I think he's a guaranteed top ten as well. If he doesn't, yeah. If, if Harvick, wreck. if Harvick doesn't break or wreck, Harvick's getting the top ten. I'll guarantee you that. It's just according if. He finishes above Christopher Bell. Yeah, so. <laughs> Christopher Bell's hit or miss. He'll either run first and fucking win the race or second or third, or he'll finish fucking 15th. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be on the other end of that. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it goes Brad Keselowski, <laughs> Chris, uh, Chris Buescher, Buescher, Christopher, Christopher Bell, Bell, Kevin Harvick. Hey, Kevin Harvick, fourth would be fine with me. <laughs> would not be for me. Anyways, guys, thank y'all for listening. Uh, y'all check out the race this weekend at Phoenix, 330. I believe, probably, like it is every week on Fox. Um, follow us on TikTok at the Highline Podcast, on Instagram at the Highline Official, on YouTube at the Highline. And if you want to leave us a voice message, uh, anchor.fm slash the slash Highline. <laughs> and uh, we'll. Uh, it's an alligator. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, we'll <laughs> we'll play your uh your thing from us. Do you want to talk shit about us or talk sh- shit about the race or whatever you want to do? Leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash Highline. But anyways, we'll get back with you next week. Uh, we're gonna try to uh, you work on Sunday? No, I'm off. Okay, and I'll be going to nights Monday, so I'll be up all Sunday night. Well, I'll be going to days on Monday, Soft. but. Uh, we might be able to try to shoot it on Sunday night that way because I'll be working all week. So Worked all week. Might try to do that. Anyways, 
for Trent Davis and Riley Embry. Clean cut and clean shape. I got to get, get to work here in a minute. I got to go to work right now. So we'll be seeing Damn. Go Tigers. Go Cox.